0: Greetings to all of you in the matchless name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good to see you in the house of God. Good to see you in the house of God. Amen. This is where you're supposed to be. Amen. In the house of God. This is where you're supposed to be. This is your portion in life. Turn your Bibles to Revelation chapter 3. And the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, He who is? One more time. He who is? How many of you are awake? Okay, he who is, who is, who has the, who opens and no one will, and who shuts and no one, says this, I know your, behold I have put before you an, which no one can shut, because you have a little, and have, and have not, hallelujah, how many of you kept his word, and not denied his name, behold I will co- cause, Those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not. Look at this. There are people who say that they are Jews but are not. But lie. I will make them come and bow down at your feet. And make them know that I have loved you. Because you have kept the word of my perseverance. I will also keep you from the hour of testing. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world. To test those who dwell on the earth. I hope you're aware of this. Do not be misinformed. Do not be uninformed. I am coming. One more time. I am coming. Slowly. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming quickly. Hold fast what you have so that no one will take your crowd. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God And he will not go out from it anymore. And I will write on him the name of my God. And the name of the city of my God. And the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God. And my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We have looked at a few things from this passage. I hope you've been following with us. About the open door which no one can shut. Amen. Amen. You are at the step of an open door, at the threshold of an open door which no one can shut, and you are entered in. You have entered, Some of you have entered in. Amen. And we, we considered about us having little power, which is sufficient. The Lord says, "Man, do not do not cry or crib about your little power. The Lord says your little power is sufficient to do what He has entrusted you to do." Amen. And we heard about keeping his word. Say, keeping his word. And we heard about not denying his name. Hallelujah. Say his name. name. Shout his name. Shout his name. Man, never deny the name of Jesus. Now, I hope uh, all of you are aware of what's going on in Israel. We've been considering that on and off uh, in in our conversations. Uh, I hope... Uh, that you know what you're supposed to do as Christians, man. Some of you are like, okay, what are we supposed to do? I hope you you must know, you know what you're supposed to do as Christians. You are encouraged by the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, to pray. Say, pray, pray for Israel, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Man, you might wonder why and how we must pray. Why pray? Because God's Word instructs us to pray, pray for Jerusalem. Man, pray for the people of Israel. We must pray because Israel is still God's covenanted people. Say covenanted people. God's, God's covenant. You are the result of God's covenant with Israel. Yes. With Abraham. Yes. Do you know that? You are the result of God's covenant with Abraham. Yes. Amen. That's why we must, we must not forget the fact that they are God's covenanted people. Amen. We are not giving them a super, uh, super position or anything. But we know that they are God's people. And that God is not done with them yet. Do you know that God is not done with Israel yet? The Bible is very clear about that. Uh, And we also know that they are not all Israel who are? Who are of Israel. They are not all Israel who are of Israel. Even this passage that we, we just read talks about. They call themselves Jews, but they are not. But we also know that their rejection is not final. Amen. That is what is I mean, the, the, the climax is the climax. The climax of God's plan, the climax of God's story, is with Israel. Man? The climax of God's story it has to do with Israel. God is not done with them yet. man. Salvation has come to us. they come to us. Come to us. Are you happy about that? Yes. Are you really glad about that? See, we are Gentile, Gentiles, say Gentiles. Any Jew in this place? Any Jew in this place, man? We were all Gentiles, but we have become the seed of Abraham, amen. the descendants of Abraham through faith in Christ Jesus, amen. Their rejection of the gospel, their rejection of the Messiah, amen, caused the goodness of God come to come amen. to us, amen. Hallelujah! That's the beauty of the gospel, man. They rejected the Messiah. They rejected the gospel of Christ. So what happened? To provoke them to jealousy. Man, it was God's plan. Yes. To, the Bible says to provoke them to jealousy. Yes, yes. Man, hallelujah. So remember this. You must read. I was talking about this uh, after the camp. I was with somebody on, in the car. Just reflecting on this. And I was telling that person to read from Romans chapter 9 and ten, eleven. Uh, and especially when you come to Romans chapter 11. Uh, it says, I want to read that scripture. Romans chapter 11 and verse 12. It's wonderful to understand this. Man, it is so glorious to understand this. Now, if their fall is richest for the world. Whose fall? Israel's fall. That's right. Now, if their fall is richest for the world, and their failure, what failure are we talking about? Their failure to recognize the Messiah. That's right. Their failure, <coughs> sorry. sorry, and their failure, richest for the Gentiles, how much more their fullness Therefore, their failure resulted in riches and blessings for the Gentiles. How much more their fullness, their restoration. Amen. Amen. Salvation has come to us because of their rejection of the Messiah. Amen. Now it is up to us. Say up to us. Put your hand on your chest and say up to me. To pray for Israel. To pray for Israel. What must you pray for Israel? Let all the Palestinians die. Is that what you're supposed to pray? No. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is the peace of Jerusalem? Hallelujah. Jesus is the peace of Jerusalem. So our prayer for that land is that more and more Jews will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. That they will recognize this is the, this is the time for them. And they're going to they're gonna enter into a time when they will have to acknowledge the Messiah. Amen. So God is going to deal with the, the Jews. God is going to deal with the, with Israel in a very special manner. man. Some of you are looking at me like, Okay, where does that say it? It is said in the Bible. You read your Bible. Amen. When the fullness of the Gentiles have come in. Amen. So God is waiting for the fullness of the Gentiles to come in. when that last Gentile in the eyes of God. Okay. In the count of God. God, has, God is keeping count. Tell your neighbor God is keeping count. You may not know how many people you have brought to the Lord. You may not be keeping count of that. But God is keeping count of every soul. Hallelujah. Which has entered in the kingdom of heaven. Every soul. And there is party going on. Every time a soul gets into the kingdom of heaven, angels go full blast. Amen. Lights and smokes and what not. Amen. There's celebration in heaven. God is keeping count. Amen. Of every soul that comes to know Christ. And when the fullness of the Gentiles come in, man. Hallelujah! Fullness says fullness. Okay, let's read from Romans chapter eleven, verse fifteen. This is also an important verse for you to remember. For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, which has happened through the church, the church is the reconciling of God with the world. You know that God reconciled with the world. When the church was birthed, amen. amen? Now, if they're being cast away, is there a of the world? What will their acceptance be but life from the dead? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know what happened to you? I'm just, I'm, I, before I get into what I want to share today, it's in line with what I'm sharing now. But I just want you to know what happened. How how did it all happen? You must understand the prudence of God. The wisdom of God. Amen. So the Bible talks about Israel being a a natural or cultivated olive tree. God cultivated this olive tree. Amen. And when they rejected the Messiah, some of the branches were cut off. Say cut off. off. They were cut off from the tree. Like when you see a tree which is not bearing fruit, you cut off. The branches, you know what he did? He grafted in. Say grafted in, amen. The wild, wild. Say wild. We're not We were not cultivated. We were the wild olive, amen. So God grafted in the wild branches, amen, up in this tree, so that we are. We can all. So what's our root? That's right, Abraham. That's right. The covenant with Abraham is the root, man. So the, the root, and we draw strength, we draw nourishment from the root. I mean, that's why we must pray for Jerusalem. We must pray for Israel. We must, we, like we pray for every other nation on this earth, even more for the nation of Israel. Because when, once the church age is done on this earth, we will be taken, and then God will return to business with Israel. Yes. Amen. God will return to business with Israel. So what you're seeing right now is the birth pangs of what God is about to do Amen. in the land of Israel, in the amongst the people of Israel. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah! It's amazing. Now what is happening right now can go any direction, but our prayer must be that the gospel will thrive. I, I wanted to pray Amen. that the gospel. Do you know that there are there are Jews who are Christians? Yes. We call them Messianic Jews. They are there there are hardcore hard evangelists in the land of Israel, amongst the working amongst Jews, who preach pure gospel. Amen. And explain to them things from the Torah and, and tell them this is what happened and this is what it is. Amen. Hallelujah. So our prayer must be that the gospel will thrive amongst the Jews, that the gospel will thrive in the land of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. We are not taking sides between Israel and Palestine, politically. Don't, don't waste time on that. I want you to know that the, the, the government of Israel is not more righteous than the, the Palestinian people. So that is, that is something you must understand that. Now, it is so crazy to see Christians going overboard about this. Because they don't have the understanding of God's word. We are not taking sides with Israel or Palestine because of who is politically correct. Okay. Who is more righteous. Who's done more good deeds. That's right. Sorry? That's right. Don't, don't strive to bring in the end time plan of God. And in fact, don't stand in the way of God's end time plan as well. God has a plan. It's going as per schedule. And it's not going to change. He is not going to hurry it. He's not going to delay it. He is going at good pace, at good tempo. At the right time. That's right. At the right time. Things are going at the right time. So don't get confused with all that is happening and, and don't take sides. You know, all these Palestinian people should die and, you know, they are, they are Muslims. And who, who makes, what makes you think that Jews are better than Muslims? Without Christ, Judaism is a cult. Without Christ, Judaism is a cult. Christ, when Christ comes in, that's a substance of Judaism. Man, without Jesus... They are still unbelievers of the worst kind. So our prayer must be that they come to know Christ. Amen. That they come to recognize the Messiah for who he is. Hallelujah. Say fullness of Gentiles. Pray for the fullness of Gentiles to come in. Amen. That's how, that's how we hasten. Say hasten. We are longing for the coming of Christ. How do you do that? By, by preaching the gospel. Man, by preaching the gospel. How many of you want to see the rapture sooner than soon? (laughs) You got to do something about it. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Man, your expectancy about the rapture is revealed in your giving to the preaching of the gospel. How you're given over to the preaching of the gospel. How you're given over to evangelism. If if you're not preaching the gospel, if you're not uh, in a part of missions, if you're not part of uh, the gospel work of Jesus Christ, then you are far from the expectancy of the rapture. Are you with me? So do something about it. There are many ways you can do this. There are many, 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 many ways you can do it. Find your place, find your zone, find your openings. There are open doors for you to enter in and go and preach the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So don't get into political debates. That's one thing you must stay away from. Don't get into political debates. You know, trying to prove that, you know, the Jews are better than the Palestinians or... Don't get into debates. Why? Why must we pray for Israel? Because they have a covenant with God. And we are the result of that covenant. Man, that's why we must pray for Jerusalem. That's why we must pray for Israel. Nothing else, nothing more to it. But you must also understand that we are on the cusp of time. And I want you to tell you, as, the, as your shepherd, as your pastor, I want to tell you, I want, to know, I want you to know, I want to urge you by the Spirit of God. We are in the cusp of time. Amen. Yes, we are. Yes. We are. Amen. The rapture of the church is nearer than you think. It is sooner than you think. It is sooner than you think. What is happening in the Middle East can go into any direction. It can go, maybe, it can uh, progress into peace talks. It can progress into the Ezekiel 37 war. Uh, Ezekiel war. It can progress into, uh, you know, a peacemaker arising. Can it, I mean, many things can happen. The Bible talks about all that. But do you know that none of those things are, must chronologically precede the rapture of the church? None of those things that I said need to chronologically precede the rapture of the church. Meaning, the rapture of the church is independent of any of those things. Amen. The rapture can happen anytime. God wants to take us out. Now he can. Christ can come and take us away. Amen. And continue with his business on this earth. Hallelujah. You don't know this. You, some of you are waiting for, okay, maybe i 100 years. I'm telling you that. I, <laughs> you will not get 100 years. If you're planning to stay back for 100 years, Yeah, we'll we'll see you soon because we're gonna come back and reign with Christ. So in that way, we'll catch up if you're around. But I'm telling you, there are you don't have 100 years for the rapture. You don't have 100 years for the rapture. You talk 100 days, maybe I'll agree with. Yeah, maybe. You understand? That's how close we are. Some of you are not getting this. You're like, okay, I mean, but this is the truth. I mean, I I mean, you, you you must be so blind, so dumb, not to realize that we are so close to the rapture. You're so close to the rapture than you know, than you think. It is so very close. Amen. The world events, everything points to that. Everything. There's no other reason why God is just giving us time to prepare ourselves. And I'm telling you that it is not an accident or coincidence that we are relishing this year and this time as the year of purification. Because the, the final phase of purification of the church is happening man in the church, before the rapture, God is doing that work in us. The spirit of God is doing that work in us to cleanse us, to purge us and to make us into, into that plan, man, into that likeness. Huh? That's right. The bride has to make herself ready. The bride, the allegory in the Bible is about the bride being, being prepared. You must be prepared. Hello. And this is not how you stay prepared, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I wish I can come to each one of you personally and, and somehow try and explain to you or somehow try and convince you how important this is. How important this is. This is the core of your Christian living. This is the, the only reason for your existence. The blessed hope of Christianity is this, that Christ is going to come and take you with Him. I mean, Nothing else. Nothing else. Now, some of you are making plans for your life, like, you know, you're going to be here for a long, 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 long time. <laughs> All the best. <laughs> All the best. I'm telling you, some of you are storing up, uh, you know, wealth and, and riches, like, you know, you're going to pass it on to your children, and to your children's children, and to your children's, children's children, and your... I'm telling you, it's not that, it's not going to be that long. Just a matter of days, I would say. Days or months. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. The Lord has been telling me this and I've been telling this since at least twenty twenty. I've been telling this. We don't have much time. It's very, very close. It will happen in this decade. For sure. For sure. Man, and if you feel oh okay, decade. That means there's so much more time. That's what I what I meant is it's gonna happen anytime now. Anytime now. Amen. Anytime now, everything is just ripe. Say, ripe, it's ripe for the, for the rapture to happen. It's much closer than we think. Yes, you know, even as after, after camp, you know, I came back home, I was just lying on the bed and thinking, okay, what's the next thing for the church to plan towards? What's the next project to work towards? Camp is over, camp is behind us now, and I'm thinking about different things, you know, about maybe Christmas and, and, um, you know, conference or this and that. And, you know, suddenly the Holy Spirit reminded me, the next thing for the church is the rapture. In all your planning, your planning is good. While we are still here, do all the other planning. But in all your planning, always remember rapture. Rapture. Anytime now. Anytime now. Anytime now. It is an anytime now event. Anytime now. I'm telling you. Anytime now. Hallelujah. Rejoice, church. Rejoice, church. And some of you are afraid of the rapture, I don't know why. Some of you are so terrified by the thought, you are rapture. That just shows that you are not ready. You have not understood what the rapture is. One, you are not ready. Man, that's right. It's going to be the the most exciting, the most awesome thing that you will ever experience. Man, the rapture of the church. That we're going to be taken. Uh, Harpazo, say Harpazo. Man, we heard about Biadzo, we heard about Ketelembano, we heard about uh, uh, Lokad and Yorish and all. In the Greek words, you know, Harpazo, that's a word. Meaning catching away. The Lord will lay hold of us and catch us away. Yes. He'll take us away. Amen. He'll make us his for once and for all. Amen. Man, Harpazo. That's, that's, the, that's the word. That's, you must you see it like this. Yes. That's it. Amen. From heaven, the hand of God will come and snatch us. Snatches out of this place, snatching away, say snatching away, Amen. catching away, the snatching away, Amen. Hallelujah. man, hallelujah. So, engage in conversations with each other about the rapture if you are not already doing that, man. If you're not already doing that, and if, if anybody is, if you if you see anybody making plans in the long term, uh, tell them, Hello, excuse me, um, hello, the Bible says that uh, there are things going to happen anytime now, so. Hmm. Don't be, be eternity minded. Be eternity minded. Keep your eyes on eternity. Be led of the spirit. Spirit. That's right. Be led of the spirit. Amen. A Christian, if a Christian is found planning long term, then there is something wrong with that person. Something wrong with his understanding of scripture. Man, your only long term plan is to be ready for the rapture. That's all. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Are you convinced? <laughs> you better be, that you don't have much time left. Amen. Say any time now. Any time now. Now, one of the things you know, even as I told you that I've I've crossed a certain milestone of my life, and my prayer, uh, you know, even as I celebrated my birthday, was that Lord, I want give me the discernment. I receive the discernment from the Spirit. Lord, I receive it. To separate between what is important and what is not, it, it is a prayer that you must pray. I want to separate. I want to see clearly between what is important and what is not, what is relevant to me, what is not relevant. You know like, like the Bible says, to separate the precious from the vile, separate it. divide it, divide it. that's right it's a, it's a sign of wisdom. It's a, an evidence of godly, divine wisdom. And you must pray for that, that kind of wisdom. That's why the Bible talks about, even with regards to the expectancy, the Bible talks about wise, say wise. Wise, wise virgins. Yes. Say wise virgins. Yes. Wisdom is in the way you live your life. Do not live life circumspectly, right. foolishly, yes. man. Right. But redeem the time. Yes. Be wise. <laughs> yes. Redeem the time for the days are evil. Yes. Right. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. That's right. Build your life on the teachings of Christ. Harpazo can happen anytime. Harpazo can ha- happen anytime. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you Jesus. Let's let's go back to the, the passage that we've been considering. You know, the, there are two things the promise in that passage is twofold, I would say. It talks about you have only little power. but have kept, kept my word and have not denied my name. Then there's a twofold promise in that passage. One is, I will keep you, say keep you, from the hour of testing. Amen. I will keep you from the hour of testing, that hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth. Hallelujah. It's a word for the church, yes. man, of all ages. Man, that I will keep you. If you keep my word, if you don't deny my name, if you keep my word, with your little power, you, you keep my word. And with, if you don't deny my name, I will keep you Amen. from the hour of testing. Hallelujah. I hope what you, you know what, what it means. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth. It is referring to the tribulation. the tribulation. Man, the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation which is going to come upon this earth. Uh, In in Daniel's prophecy talks about the 70th week of his prophecy. Uh, He saw 70 weeks and the tribulation is the 70th week in that prophecy. 69 weeks are behind us. We are, the church age comes between the 69th week and the beginning of the 70th week. That's the church age. We are in the interim period. Say interim period. When we connect the 69th with the 70th. Hallelujah. We connect the 69th with the 70th. Amen. The day of the Lord, Amen. that's the tribulation, the day of the Lord. And then, he, then another word is, "I'm coming quickly. What is that referring to? It's, come, it's referring to the rapture. Amen. I'm coming quickly for what, to take the church. When, the, when, the, when God says, when the Christ tells the church, "I'm coming quickly, it refers to the rapture. I'm coming quickly for you Amen. to take you. Amen. And I'm going to keep you from the hour of testing, Amen. the tribulation that's going to happen after the rapture. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he says, hold fast. Say, hold fast. hold fast. And how must you prepare yourself for this? How must, you, how must you be ready for the rapture? How must you be ready for us coming quickly on the air, in the air? You must hold fast. Say, hold fast. Hold fast. What you have. On what time. Hold fast. Hold fast. What, you what you have. So that no one will take your crown. That brings us to the question, what do you have? Hold fast what you have, that no one will take your crown. So what do you have? The word uh, hold fast is another word similar to what we considered Biadzo, Catalambano. The word here is hold fast is kratio. Say kratio. Kratio, kratio means to use strength. Amen. It means to use strength. It means to seize. Amen. It means to retain. Say retain. retain. It means to hold. It means to take. So take what you have. Retain what you have. Use strength to keep what you have. So what do you have? What do you have? Gold, gold. How many of you have gold? I'm not looking. Don't worry. I'll not ask you. (laughs) Campbell's are almost, almost done. So I'll not ask you. Don't worry. Some of you like if I say there's gold, maybe what if the pastor will ask me for gold? How many of you have gold, silver, dollars, 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 diamonds. huh? Diamonds. diamonds, that's right. I for, How could I forget diamonds, diamonds, rupees, 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 yeah, come on, buggy And mom is like, okay, rupees, bitcoins, bitcoins, shares, debentures land property real estate hold fast what you have oh you're feeling so happy yes we can hold fast to all this hold fast to dollars hold fast to gold and diamonds what is your possession in life yes we are continuing camp we're talking about possession What is your position in life? It is very important for a Christian to know what is his position. We spend almost three days considering what is a position. So what do you have in life? What is it? If somebody were to ask you, what do you have? Are you first thinking about what is back? What is your bank balance? If somebody were to ask you, what do you have? Are you talking about how much wealth you have? How much of land? How many acres acres or cents of land you have? Is that what you're thinking about? How do you calculate how do you measure what you have? Is it in rupees? Is it in acres? Is it in dollars? Is it in grams? Is it in kilograms? Is it in number of shares? What do you have? You must always consider this. What do I have on this earth? What do I have in life? What do I have in life? If somebody were to ask you, give us what you have, how will you react? Oh, I don't have anything, sorry. Or or, or you will take out the purse and say, yeah, I have something, I'll give you this. Or I'll, let me go to the ATM. I'll go to the ATM and take, can give you what I have. Or I'll go home and give you what I I will check what I have and give it to you from that. And Peter and John went to the temple gate of, called Beautiful. Okay, there was a, we, we talked about that on uh, two weeks back. There was a blind, a layman, sorry. There was a layman who sat at the temple gate called, called Beautiful and he was asking, say asking, say demanding, demanding. say begging. begging. This man was begging, he was demanding for what people have. Give us from, give me from what you have. Yes. So Peter and John did not go by and say, oh, I don't have, sorry, no change. He said, silver. And gold, I have none but what I have say I have see so the first century church lived in the uh, they lived in the assurance of what they had, Amen. they were so sure of what they had, Amen. they were not confused about what they had, they were not cribbing about what they didn't have they were not cribbing about, you see Peter and John did not cry, I'm we're sorry, sorry sorry bro Sorry, we don't have? We don't have anything. We, we are not the kind of people. We are missionaries. Huh? No, we are missionaries. Yeah. We are missionaries. We are evangelists. We don't have? We have no money. Don't you know that missionaries have no money with them? They didn't, they didn't go into a pity party. They didn't go into a... They didn't open up their sad story with the... They, they said, Silver and gold is what you are expecting from us. But we don't have that. But we have something else. We say, so We have. Say, so We have. And what we have, we give to you. You must be willing to give what you have. But to give what you have, you must know that you have that. The problem is, Christians don't know what they have. When people ask you for something, you are looking. In, inside your purse when people are asking for uh, you know something you are looking at your watch it, time money yeah when people are asking for something you are looking at all the natural things but you have something which nobody in the world can give them amen. but a Christian amen. because a Christian is the authorized say authorized, authorized. Agency, agency of this power oh yeah. amen you are the authorized <laughs> agency of this power Amen. Only through you, this power can manifest. Only through you. Nobody else. In your, in your villa complex, if you're the only Christian in that complex, only through you and your family can this name manifest. So you may not have money like the other people have. You may not have wealth like the other people have. But you have something better. Say better. Better. Say better. Better. Today the Lord sent me to tell you, you have something better than the world. You have something better than the world. And if you have this, you have, you have everything. If you have this, you have everything. You have the name of Jesus. You have the word of God. That's right. You have the faith. Say faith. Whose faith? Not your faith. Not your mama's faith. Not your father's faith. Not your brother's faith. Not your pastor's faith. But the faith of the son of God. That's what you have. That's your faith. But you don't know that. You are walking around like a pauper. Are you no money? Money has not been credited. Salary will only come on the 30th of October, 31st of October. So you're waiting, no money. It's okay. You give what you have. Because what money can't give, the power in that name can give that person. Money can't see money can't make a lame person walk. Money cannot make a Lame person walk But the power in the name of Jesus Can make that lame person walk Amen. Hallelujah Money cannot bring about breakthrough Money cannot bring about Deliverance I'm telling you, you can try it You can give all your money but Money cannot fetch anything In fact, I want, to, I want to, to, to Set you free from this understanding You don't need money to do ministry you know, some of you are like, okay, I want to serve God, but I'm just waiting for that time where I, I'll be financially stable. I have some, some flus in my account. I have some stability, some income, some uh, a fixed deposit. Uh, so I have something to lean on. Don't lean on anything else. Lean on Christ. Amen. Lean on Christ. Hallelujah. Don't lean on anything else. Whatever you lean on will break and fall. Yes. But if you lean on Christ, you will be steadfast. Yeah. I'm telling you, you don't need money. You don't need money to do ministry. Do we? We don't need money to do ministry. But when we have faith in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen? Money will come. If money is required. At the right time. In the right place. Every resource of heaven will come. In the right time, in the right place, in the right manner. It will show up. Because you have not trusted in money. You trusted in the name of Jesus Christ. Stop, stop putting your trust in all these finite things. How much can you count? It's finite, no? And then you run out. But what you have is immeasurable. Say immeasurable. The, the name of Jesus Christ has a power which is all surpassing. It is immeasurable. You cannot quantify the power in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why they were so confident. I, I, I wanted to imagine, I wanted to picture these two people. They're going to the temple, okay? They're going to the temple to worship God, okay? First, first steps of Christianity, they were still pretty much uh, intertwined with the Jewish faith. So they went to the temple, not just to worship God, but also to evangelize, by the way. Yeah? So they went, and on the way, they're, they're, they're walking with like sure footsteps, not like, you know, is anybody watching? Some Christians are like this. They are, they, are very, they are very careful. They don't want to be spotted by anybody else in the world. Your faith must not be the best kept secret under the sun. That's right. In fact, in fact, they were so confident. Say so confident. They were so confident, like, like Benoit pointed out, they went and, 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 and looked at the man and said, look at us. Some of us would, okay, we'll just go. We'll, just, we'll sneak our way past a point of need. A point where God can show for this glory. We'll try to avoid that. Why? Because we are not sure of the power in the name of Jesus. But these two people, they stood there and said, look at us. Silver and gold, I have not. But what I have give to you in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene rise up and walk man now you see the church can function with this authority with this power provided you will push aside silver gold this that and the other and hold that's why the, in the book of Revelation, we see you have not denied my name. Amen. You have kept my word. You have not denied my name. You could have denied my name. The pressure of everyday life, the pressure of the peer pressure in the world that you're living in, the pressure of the media, the pressure of the government, the pressure of persecutors. You could have, the easy way out for you would have been. To deny the name of Christ and keep quiet. But the, 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 the commendation is, you have not denied my name. They lived in the reality of the power in the name of Jesus. How real is the power in the name of Jesus for you? You know, I like the silence. Because I know the Lord is speaking to you very clearly. How real is the power in the name of Jesus for you? You know, I, somebody came up to me after, after I spoke last time. And uh, through the week, I think it was at camp or before camp. At camp, I think. Came up to me and said, uh, after your sermon, they had this situation and it was impossible. It was impossible. Nothing could do anything about that situation. It was impossible, unheard of. But I remembered what you said about the power in the name of Jesus. I said, okay, let me just try it out. And he used the power in the name of Jesus. That impossible situation, as impossible as it was, Came to pass and he's like blown. He's like blown that this is the, see, you must understand, unless you start using the power in this name, it will not manifest in your life. You have to, you have to. You have to teach your children to use it. You have to teach, they go to school, they they face the situation, you are not there. Dad is not there, mom is not there. Sunday school teacher is not there. But you must teach them when you face a situation in school. Just pray in the name of Jesus. I come against this. And I declare victory. And see what it will do to you. I'm telling you, those kids will never, they will never forget the power in the name of Jesus. So don't, 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 don't water down. Say don't water, tell your neighbor, don't water down. Don't water down the power in the name of Jesus. Don't live life without Constantly, say constantly, constantly Constantly considering, without constantly meditating, without constantly realizing the power in the name of Jesus. And I told you that the power of Christianity is not in money or in wealth or in riches or in gold or any of of those things. That's not the power of Christian life. The power of Christian life is the power of God's word and the power in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the power. Amen. The power is there. Amen. The power is there. I'm telling you, many denominations, many groups of Christians have forgotten this and they think the power is in numbers, the power is in money, the power is in wealth, the power is in possessions. They've forgotten that the power of Christianity lies in the word of God and in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said you have little power but you have kept my word. See, that's the deal. That's where the, 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 the secret is. You have only little power. You know, from, the, from the looks of it, you are a frail person. In physical eyes, in the, in the evaluation of man, you are a very frail person. You are a little person. You have only little power. But you have kept my word. You have not denied my name. Sekratio. Sekratio. Secrateo, hold fast hold fast want to say hold fast to the name of Jesus Christ man, hallelujah you know this is amazing let's let's just read from acts chapter 3 I want to quickly read through that and while he was clinging to peter and john who is this he the lame man okay while he was clinging to the lame man is no longer lame by the way okay the formerly lame man, okay? The jumping man, the leaping man, okay? And while he was clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them at the so-called portico of Solomon, full of amazement. See, first understand, the power in the name of Jesus can, can, um, can bring about healing, can bring about a miracle, yes? The power in the name of Jesus can generate amazement. Say, amazement. All the people there were full of amazement. Because the power in the name of Jesus did something in their midst. And when Peter saw this, he replied to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why do you gaze at us as if by our power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, the one whom you delivered up and disowned in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him and you disowned look at the name okay the holy and righteous one that's the name of Jesus the name of Jesus holy and righteous one you disowned the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you look at that they instead of holding fast to the holy and righteous one to Jesus Christ they held fast to whom? Barabbas, say hey Barabas. A murderer. And put to death the next name. The Prince of Life. Who is this? That's right. The Prince of Life. That's the name. You put to death the Prince of Life. The one whom God raised from the dead. A fact which we are witnesses. Amen. And on the basis of faith in his name it is the name then he i like the i like the construction of the sentence and on the basis of faith in his name and then he takes a pause and says it is the name of jesus which has strengthened this man what has strengthened not electrolytes not electrolytes not proteins not medicines not doctors not any therapy not physiotherapy not any kind of therapy it is the name of jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know. And the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect, say perfect, say perfect. Say, God, tell your neighbor, God is in the perfect health. Perfect health. Nothing abnormal. 100% perfect. I mean, if God wants to heal you, he wants to give you perfect health. Perfect health. So don't settle for anything less than perfect health. I believe this man who was lame and he was completely lame and then he started walking like this. No. That's not what the Bible says. Listen, listen, listen. The Bible does not say say that the man who was lame completely started walking like with a little help. No. The Bible says he walked and leaped and praised God. Say walked. Leaped. Say perfect health. Say perfect health. Now, we were, we were ministering to somebody this week and, uh, and she, was, she was telling that person, you know, don't settle for half healing. Okay? It, there can be a tendency. I can do it till now. That's good. I'm, I'm feeling better. No. Like, like the blind man, he started seeing people. How? Like trees. Ah, good, good. I can now at least see, yes. Trees. No, that's not good. Say, not good. Say, don't settle for anything. Less than what God has, has for you. Man, if he wants you to have perfect, health, have perfect health, have perfect health. Have perfect health. Have perfect health. Amen. Yes, the progress is good. Give thanks to the progress. But don't settle on the way. Don't settle on the way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And now, brethren, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your rulers did also. But the things which God announced beforehand by the mouth of all the prophets, that this, his Christ should suffer, he has thus fulfilled. And then he goes on to say the whole thing about the the gospel is declared. Say declared. When the power in the name of Jesus manifests, it's an open door for the declaration of the gospel. Amen. Amen. When the power in the name of Jesus manifests, that's why when you go to a place, declare the name of Jesus. Amen. Declare the name of Jesus. Wherever you go, wherever you go, even if you're going to visit a home, okay, and just want to, you, you have the intention of sharing Christ. Before you go, as you enter the gate, declare the name of Jesus. You go go for ministry somewhere, declare the name of Jesus. Declare the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every, every knee will bow. Amen. Every tongue will confess. Yes. You declare the name of Jesus. Let's look at verse chapter 4. Can we go to chapter 4, verse 1? And as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed, being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in, in Jesus, say in Jesus. The pro, see, people will have a problem with the name of Jesus. The resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in jail until the next day for it was all evening. And many of those, see if this happened to us, that's the end of our? The end of our? God forbid. If this happens to some of us, that will be the end of our faith. Madi. this thing is? Hello? See, always, always go back to church history. Okay, know that this faith is a persecuted faith. It's always been a persecuted faith. See, if you are expecting an easy walk with this faith, no, that's not the way. This way is a persecuted faith. Amen. There will be opposition. But you will rise above it. Victory is yours. Hallelujah. And many of those who heard the message believed. And the number of the men came to be about 5,000. And it came about on the next day that the rulers and the elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem. And Annas, the high priest, was there. And Caiaphas and John and Alexander. And all who were there of high priestly descent. All big shots, say big shots, mm, big guns, and when they had placed them in the in the center, they began to inquire. You might be placed in the center, surrounded by big shots. You might be placed in the center, surrounded by big shots. Huh? That's why right, you'll stand before kings, governors, rulers. The Holy Spirit will give you in that hour what you must speak. Hallelujah. When they placed them in the center, they began to encode. By what power? Say, by what power? By what power? Or in what name? Say, name. name. By what power or in what name have you done this? Done what? Is it a crime? Somebody getting healed, is it a crime? Then all the doctors must be Criminals. So by what power or in what name? So that's the problem for them. What's the source of your power? What's the name? Or in what name have you done this? And then Peter, fill with the Holy Spirit. Say fill with the Holy Spirit. Say fill with the Holy Spirit. When you are questioned, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't don't speak until and unless you know that you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Hello, I'm speaking to somebody very specifically here. When you are demanded an answer... In a difficult place, don't open your mouth till you know that you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Wait for the time. Experience that filling from within. It's not from outside, it's from within. That filling will happen from within. And when you know that you're filled, open your mouth. Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are on trial today for a benefit, say benefit, Benefit. done to a sick man. See, the the name of Jesus is full of benefits. Hello? The name of Jesus is full of benefits. It releases benefits. Amen. When you use the name of Jesus, it releases benefits. Amen. For the, If you're on trial today for a benefit done to a sick man, as to how this man has been made well, it'll be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name... Jesus so don't, don't put a masking tape on that name. Don't try to be politically correct. We just prayed and, you know, God healed. No. The name. Said so the name. The name healed. Amen. Man? Because see, when you say God healed, God don't think that God is happy about it. Because God gave this name. Amen. bested on this name. Amen. I that kind of authority and power plays this name above every other name. Who? The, the Father. Amen. So you're not making the, the, the Father God happy by saying God healed. You're supposed to say the name of Jesus did this miracle. Let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name, this man stands here before you in good health. Say good health. health. Say benefit. Benefit. Say perfect health. Say good health. health. Somebody receive this. Say benefit. Touch your neighbor and say benefit. benefit. Yeah, touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor and say benefit. Say benefit. Say good health. Say perfect health. Yeah, release that over that person. Say benefit. Say good health. Say perfect health. In Jesus' name. He is a stone which was rejected. Say rejected by you, the builders, but which became the very cornerstone. So, this name is the cornerstone of our faith. Is the cornerstone of our existence. The name of Jesus is there. Without the name of Jesus, there is no cornerstone. The cornerstone is Jesus. Amen. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name. Say name. Amen. So if you are trying to preach a Christianity without the name of Jesus, there is no salvation. If you are trying to preach Christianity without proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ, it is emptiness. emptiness. Because there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. I'm telling you, Revelation will not save man. Philip will not save man. None of your names will, will not save man. None of your names will save, man. Names will save man, any man. But the name of Jesus alone, say alone. alone. That's right. The name of your organization, the name of your entity cannot save anybody. We all take pride in our names. We all take pride in our entities' names. We, we all take pride in what we are, who we are. But none of those things can save a man. The name of Jesus Christ. That's why it's very clear. See, there is no other name. Peter is just preaching. There's no other name given under heaven by which man shall be saved. Period. No debates. No questions. That's it. Established forever. Hallelujah. Now as they observe, look at this. As they observe the confidence. Say confidence. So there is confidence in this name. Somebody. There is confidence in this name. If you are somebody who is lacking confidence, say the name of Jesus. It has worked for me. It has worked for me many, 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 many times. I have stood in front of people with no confidence and I will just say the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus. Jesus. And confidence will develop within me. Amen. Say Jesus. There is confidence. Say Confidence strong confidence in the name of Jesus. Now as they observed, so now this confidence is not invisible. It's a visible confidence. They, the world can observe your confidence in the name of Jesus. When you put your trust in the name of Jesus, the world can observe your confidence in this name. Now as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And untrained yes. men. See, none of those things matter. When you have the name of Jesus, your education, your lack of education, your training, your lack of training does not matter. What matters is your confidence in the name of Jesus. Amen. They were marveling. Say marveling. And began to recognize, recognize them as having been with. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. They began marveling and have recognized these men as having been with Jesus. Jesus, them as having been with See that's why when you use the name, only when you use the name of Jesus will people recognize that you're a person who's been with Jesus. Man? If you don't say Jesus, you have no credit. Hello? There is no other way you can prove your being with Jesus other than by the use of the name of Jesus. When is the last time you declared the name of Jesus? Not in church, outside of church, in a public setting. When is the last time you declared the name of Jesus? In a public setting or maybe in a prayer for somebody who is not a believer. When is the last time? I'm telling you, the world must observe your confidence. The world must know that there is confidence in you. Why? Because you believe in the name of Jesus. The world must know that you have been with Jesus. Why? Because you use the name of Jesus. You use the name of Jesus. You talk about him often. Hello? You talk about him often. I bless you with this. You must talk about Jesus often. You must talk about this name often. Doesn't matter where you are, who you're with unashamedly, talk about Jesus. Unashamedly, talk about Jesus. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about your Savior. And seeing the man who had been healed, standing with them, they had nothing to say in reply. See, the mouth of your critiques will be shut. God knows how to do it. You don't have to worry about it. The mouth of your critics will be Plastered, Amen. they will have nothing to say. Yes. Amen. If you walk in the power and the name of Jesus, the mouth of your critics will be shut. shut. Amen. Hallelujah! Some of you have recognized. This. You have you have experiences in your life, yes. and in ministry you have you experience in your homes maybe yes. in your families you experiences. Yes. The mouth of your critics were shut. Why? Amen. Because you believed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because the, the proof of your trust in the name of Jesus will be all over you. The proof of your trust in the name of Jesus will be all over you. All over you. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing nothing like nothing. Say nothing. That's good. Nothing to say in reply. But when they had ordered, ordered them to go aside out of the council, they began to confer with one another. Okay, now they have to come up with a, with a plan, a better plan. Saying, what shall we do with these men? For the fact that a noteworthy miracle has taken place through them is apparent to all who live in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. When you, do not, when you don't deny the name of Jesus, miracles undeniable will happen through you. Hello? When you, when you don't deny the name of Jesus, miracles undeniable, amen, amen? miracles so prominent amen. will happen through you. Amen. The whole neighborhood, the whole place, the whole land will know about the miracles because you believed in the name of Jesus. Do not deny the name of Jesus. Never deny the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. A noteworthy, noteworthy, say, noteworthy miracle, Lord. We ask of you noteworthy miracles because we stand in the power of your name, we stand as declarers, the proclaimers of your name, Jesus. We pray noteworthy miracles will happen in this church, through this church, in this town, through your people in this church, Father, wherever they live. Miracles, noteworthy miracles, not one or two, but many innumerable noteworthy miracles. Thank you, Father. The season of noteworthy miracles is open in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Rakabashante. Noteworthy miracles. Tell anybody noteworthy miracles. Noteworthy miracles. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor and say, Noteworthy miracles. Touch your neighbor and say, Noteworthy miracles. Noteworthy miracles in your school. Noteworthy miracles in your workplace. In your workplace. In your workplace. In your neighborhood. Noteworthy miracles. Wherever you go. Wherever God is sending you. Noteworthy Noteworthy miracles. Noteworthy miracles. Noteworthy miracles. Noteworthy miracles. Yes. Amen. Noteworthy miracles. Hallelujah. The whole of Jerusalem came to know about this noteworthy miracle. And we cannot deny it. A small group of people can then deny it. When the, when the majority has known about it, has seen it, can a small group of people deny it? See, that's what God is going to do through the church. Amen. God is going to do that through the church. I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. We, are, we are in that time. Amen. We are in that time. The church is entering in that time Amen. where noteworthy miracles will happen. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. But in order that it may not spread any further. What may not spread any further? (laughs) The name of Jesus. Man, the same name. That's right. But in order that it may not spread any further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to any man in this name. The problem they have is with the name. The problem that people have is with the Name. name. Get used to it. Tell your neighbor, get used to it. Get used to it. People have a problem with the name of Jesus. Get used to it. Get used. I mean, I can't help it. We can't help it. Because we are called by this name. People will have a problem with that. It's their problem, not our problem. But we are full of benefits. they benefits. You want benefits? Come to us. Because we carry this name. We operate in this name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And when they had summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. What kind of a commandment is that? A small group of people, they're trying their best to prevent the spread of this name. To prevent the spread of the power of this name. Can anybody do that? Commanded them not to speak or teach at all in this name. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than to God, you be the judge. For we cannot stop speaking what we have, have seen and heard. Alleluia. 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 Oh, that's a, some of you think that's a, that's a stupid answer. That's a, that's a stupid answer. They could, they, they, they could have answered better than that. They could have given a smart answer. Yeah, yeah, we, we will, we'll pray about it. We'll we will see. Maybe lie low for a while and then we'll see what we can do. Maybe we'll come up with strategies. We'll come up with new strategies to advance the gospel. But that's not what they said. The command was not to speak in this name. They said, well, is a, whether it is right for us to do that or not, you be the judge. But we cannot stop speaking this name. So what did they do? And when they had threatened them further, they let them go, finding no basis on which they might punish them. Yeah. See, don't give the enemy a basis to accuse you wrongly, yes. okay? Be open about who you are. If you're a Christian, be open about that. That's your faith. Amen. You are not going to displease God to please man. Yes. You please God. In the pros you may displease man. That's all right. But that's your existence. Finding no basis on which they might punish them. On account of the people. Because they were all glorifying God for what had happened. When the power in the name of Jesus manifests, all the people will have to glorify God. That's what God can do through the name of Jesus. The church must not, should not deny the power of this name. Never, ever never ever we must not be ashamed of the name of jesus we must not be ashamed of the name of jesus we must we must not mask the name of jesus we must not bring down the name of jesus we must not belittle the power in the name of jesus we must not bypass the name of jesus we must not find substitutes for the name of jesus we must not we must not because benefits for the world are in you when you use that name. Benefits for the world will be released when you use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And when they had been released, okay, verse 22, for the man who was more than 40 years old, on whom this miracle of healing had been performed, and when they had been released, they went to their own companions and reported all that their, the chief priest and the elders had said to them. And when they heard this, they lifted their voices to God with one accord and said, O oh Lord, it is thou who didst make the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. Hallelujah. He went on, they went on to pray that powerful prayer, that earth-shaking prayer.